Hey, hey, welcome to the Swine Time Podcast. I'm your host, comedian Brian Swinehart. Uh, today is Friday. Uh, usually I do my podcast on Friday. Uh, I've been all over the place with my podcast and all over the place with my life, but uh, here we are on a Friday and I finally uh, get into it. Um, so uh, in the world of uh, stand-up comedy, it's, uh, it's a tough day for a lot of people as our uh, friend uh, Brody Stevens, uh, uh, Stephen Brody Stevens as he called himself a lot, um, very funny, funny, funny guy. He was uh, always at the comedy store. He had a unique act. Of um, he A lot of times he wouldn't even hold the microphone. He would just kind of yell out at the crowd and... Um, he would do a lot of crowd work and riffing with the crowd. And uh, he uh, was a unique guy, and I remember him since uh, my early days of comedy. Uh, he was in the movie uh, Hangover. Uh, he played the cop in the Hangover movie. And um, uh, I got to see him perform a lot. We were a lot of times on the same shows. And uh, a few months back uh, in uh, Long Beach, uh, I was doing a gig out there with uh, Darren Carter and uh, Brody. He was always at a higher level than me in the comedy world. He's uh, he was uh, bigger, uh, more successful uh, than I was. So um, you know, it's kind of like uh, comedy world's kind of like um, um, it's kind of like uh, high school in a way. You know, you got seniors and freshmen. You know, you look up to people. Like he would be an upperclassman to me per se, and. Um, so, uh, but yeah, today around uh, three or four, about four o'clock, uh, my friend T-Rex called me up, see how I was doing, and, uh, you know, uh, told me about Brody, uh, and uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't know uh, it had happened, it happened today at one, he, um, well, I think he hung himself, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, it was uh surprising you never know but you know i also know he had some darkness and uh you know um tough times and you know it's a tough one to go out like that but uh you know it's um i don't know to me there's something to be said about choosing your time you know maybe people don't want you to go it's i don't know uh it's kind of tough uh you know, but, uh, I can, uh, I got compassion for the guy and, uh, I can understand making your own, uh, own decision like that. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, just tough that, uh, it happened, but he had suffered from depression. They had had him on pills. He went off some pills and back on. And uh, actually, uh, it's kind of wild because our friend, uh, Darren Carter, uh, he did a podcast with Brody on uh, mo- on Monday. I think he put it out on Tuesday, and uh, you know you, you don't know what somebody's uh, really going through. People, uh, you know, people can walk through the world, and uh, you don't you don't know what's really going on with them and things. Now Brody did uh, he did uh, on stage would talk about uh, having some problems or whatnot and uh but man really funny guy and uh did a lot of shows with him and 
he really always did his set differently, something I really respect being that uh, I kind of stick to my material a lot more. And uh, so when I would see him and he would just go off the cuff so much with different things and different rants, he was really a comics comic. All the comedians loved him and had a lot of respect for him. So that's a tough one. That is a uh, a tough one. And, you know, you would like to to always talk to somebody another time. So that is the big news of the day and, uh, in uh, my universe, in the Swine Time universe. You know, we got a lot of other things going on uh, in the world uh, politically and whatnot, but... Something like this is a bigger thing. You know, when I would talk to Brody, too, I always enjoyed talking to him because he and I felt the same way on a lot of different uh, different things. And the things that we kind of agreed on um, were the type of topics that you couldn't really bring up in front of other comedians because the the slide here in Hollywood, the, the ideas that... Uh, a lot of the people in Hollywood and the comedians in Hollywood have you 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 can't really speak what you think because there is a, a big chance of getting uh, blacklisted and um, really kind of taken out. You know, it's uh, I think I might have said this before, but Hollywood is open-minded unless you disagree with them. And a lot of the people that run the things, the shots, uh, have a certain mindset that, uh, you know, like I said, a country boy like myself won't really agree with. But it was nice to have somebody like Brody that had a similar viewpoint on a lot of different topics and I could sit out on the parking lot for a couple hours and riff with. That was kind of uh, kind of cool. And there's a few other comedians like that as well but um you know we got a lot of uh a lot of ones that man i want to name drop but i'm gonna leave it go but a lot of ones that will uh you don't agree with them they're gonna try to bury you and you know unfortunately comedians have to deal with agents and managers and uh though most of their mindsets don't mesh with my mindset in the world so that's one thing I really really liked about Brody offstage was just that here was a guy going through the same road as me in the business and had a similar mindset that most of the people in the business uh, entertainment business don't think the way we do I mean <laughs> you know the John Wayne mentality is uh, down to a very few people nowadays and um, uh, the so, you know, this, he liked America. The guy loved America and, uh, in Hollywood uh, right now. They uh, they hate America. And uh, I hate to say it like that, but it's the goddamn truth. It's the truth. And uh, maybe things will change when, you know, they start getting their way on things. And But uh, right now, a lot of Hollywood people hate America. And when you like America uh, and think that it's a fine place, they... Uh, they fight you on it. Sorry to be so vague, but I can't. I don't really want to get into details about all that. I think my audience is hip enough to pick up what I'm throwing down. So 
yeah, just be uh, be aware, guys. You know, you never know what people are going through. Uh, anybody can uh, fake it in the world enough. And but uh, but Brody, good dude. And uh, you know what? He wasn't really hiding his pain too much. I mean, what well, he was, but wasn't he on stage? He he played with it and just uh, man, I just think about his set and it, it does. It makes me smile that he he was he was a great. He just. Man, you just never know how the world's going to pan out for people. It's not easy, man. This world ain't fucking easy. Well, that's for damn sure. And it's tough. And, uh, you know, I was walking into my apartment just right now, and I thought, man, I could, I can understand what the guy somewhat going through. I can, I mean, you know, I could understand. I can understand a decision like that. You know, I, a lot of people, it's kind of hard to pre, uh, take in, but... You know, Robin Williams not too long ago did the same thing, uh, and here are, here are guys. It's kind of hard to take because here are guys who are. At the, I mean, Robin Williams was what he was one of the top uh, grossing comedians uh, probably in history. Uh, I think he even won maybe an Academy Award or something like that. And uh, here's Brody, and uh, so many comedians would have loved to been at Brody's level. I mean, he was in the number one. Uh, comedy movie of all time and uh so a lot of people would like that i guess that uh, a lot of uh people on amazon gave his some people on amazon gave his uh comedy album uh bad reviews and that got to him but you know that's what they always do they get in there and just you know when i was uh starting off maybe i think like 10 12 years ago i did a a thing for this thing called Comedy Time, and uh, Comedy Time paid me 50 bucks. I went to the Ice House. There was like 15 people in the crowd, and <laughs> on the way to the gig, I actually got a, a, a speeding ticket, so I was a little flustered, and I went and did my show, and uh, I totally bombed, and uh, Comedy Time puts that video up on uh, YouTube for $50. They pay me. It's still up on YouTube. I have asked several times, could you please take that shit down? And they won't. And uh, please, guys, don't go look this shit up. I don't need it to get any more views. But uh, one night, I made the mistake of looking it up. And just the meanness of people trashing my set, uh, that really can put you in uh, depression. You got to realize, too, with comedians... We, we're kind of sensitive on this because we're really putting our hearts and our souls out there on the line. And we spend a lot of time on our material and our set. And it's very personal. And we take it personal. You know, comedian, yes, you have to have a thick skin because you got to be able to take jokes and stuff like that. But, dude, the shit kind of hurts when it's so personal to you that you, you know, I, I can... It fucking hurts when people are just vicious to you. And comedians are vicious on each other a lot of times. But with Brody, nobody, uh, nobody, because everybody respect him. Uh, the comedians all loved him. He, like I said, he was a he was a comics comic, respected in the business. And it's obvious that everybody misses him. And, uh, you know, that's the thing about life, though, that kind of gets me, you know. Because last year, Sadiq, he died. And he and I traveled all over the place together. And uh, before that, it was Ramsey. And, um, you know, obviously people die. We don't know who's going to be next or what's going to happen day to day. And um, it's just like what happens. You know, you, you spend all this time 
working and crafting and doing your shit right and they put your name you die and you know i already know what all the i actually skipped out on going to comedy clubs tonight i thought you know what man i'm just gonna take it off because a little too much for me but you already know what the what the says at the at the laugh factory it says uh you know um uh, Stephen Brody Stevens, make God laugh. Uh, R.I.P. at the uh, at the uh, comedy store. It'll say that probably, and then at the improv, I think they God laugh or it's got another one. They put your name on the marquee that you have passed on, and it's up there for two or three days. One of the clubs will give a memorial. Probably should be the comedy store for Brody and uh, um. That's it, man. And then in a couple more weeks, people still talk about you a little bit, reminisce about you, but that's it. That's all there is to life, man. Keep on moving. People just keep on going. It's kind of hard to take, you know? Anyways, is that dark and depressing? Well, well it's just for you. Just... That's just tough, man. But the thing is with comedians, at least comedians kind of have each other, you know, and uh, a lot of us are, are very similar as far as our lifestyles go. You know, I saw a little video on uh, Brody actually uh, in his living situation and in his apartment. I'm like, damn, that just looks just like my apartment. You know, you got these... The life of a comedian is similar to the life of a of a of a guy in a, in the rodeo, and I love country music songs about rodeos. Garth Brooks has a great one, and there's several others. Uh, Randy, not Randy Travis, uh, one of the guys I uh, can't remember who it is, but I always listen to it on YouTube. It's uh, uh, about going to Cheyenne. Is so Garth Brooks is, you know, damned old rodeo, you know, like uh, his the, the woman's trying to get him to stay, but he keeps going to the rodeo, and he, she'll always be second place to the rodeo. And then the next one is, um, the, somebody else wrote one that's um, uh, where the guy, he calls his, 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 his woman on the phone saying, hey, I didn't make it into the final, so I'll be coming back. And then she basically tells him no don't come back i'll be gone i met a new man he's not a rodeo man and uh for a lot of the comedians uh i think that's that lifestyle of the rodeo is similar to our lifestyle see the adrenaline and the addiction of being up on stage and going from show to show is kind of like how the cowboys are with the rodeo and ultimately in the garth brooks song the co the the cowboy has nothing right he he's got a few broken bones and no money to show for it and more often than not that's a lot of the comedians i mean you i know so many more comedians that are pretty much sleeping in the car living out of the car studio apartments and giving all for going out and doing the co uh, doing comedy than have made big money you know there's very few uh kevin hearts out there but there's a there's a lot of guys just surfing around in their cars and uh 
living in apartments where they can lay in bed and reach the door at the same time. And so I really relate to country music songs that talk about guys and their love for the rodeo. Although I've never ridden a bull, I understand that you have something that drives you uh, far more. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but it just, for no better saying that I can think of right now, it is what it is. There's something in this craft, in this business, that that drives you to it and uh, and can give you a, a world of isolation, but you are addicted to that, you know. I can even see it when I wrestle with wrestling. It's kind of a similar thing. You know, I, I see some of these wrestlers, that's all, the champions, dude. That's their focus. I mean, Dan Gable never even dated any girls through college. He won uh, three, almost four NCAA championships. So I just find that kind of stuff interesting. I'm really interested by that. But anyways, I got a lot more, I mean, to talk about, man. I would have loved to get into some of the stuff going on. As I predicted, that guy, Jesse Smollett, was a fuck-up, and uh, uh, Brody would have told you the same shit. And, uh, you know, and I'm glad that those kids from Kentucky are suing the Washington Post, and I hope they sue Bill Maher, too. And I hope they sue a lot more people because that was just messed up. And... uh well, there'll be a plenty more stuff to talk about all that stuff. But right now, I just want to say that uh, it was great doing gigs with Brody. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happens when people die, but uh, I hope everything's all right with his uh, soul and spirit and everything. And he'll be missed here. And uh, the comedy story ain't going to be quite the same without that guy. Man, he really lit it up. Well, that's that for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know what time it is. Swine time.